0: one podcast network I'm the glum glum dunk. I love the creative riding motorcycle podcast baby yeah. you know after this interview I sound like a fat hairy bearded slob I think that's kind of a a, a weird statement let's go let's do this baby This podcast is hosted by three sentient beings. One of them's metal, one of them's flesh, and the other one, we're not sure. You decide who's who. In the meantime, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of Creative Writing, Moto1 Podcast Network, or any of its affiliates. Moto1 made us say that, by the way. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to another crazy episode of the world's smelliest podcast. In the house tonight, we have—shoot, uh, I forget what I was going to call you this this time around. <laughs> uh, God, I had Mommy a name, Dearest. Yeah, Mommy Dearest, Mommy Dearest, Mommy Dearest. You know, y- you're you're in here as your mom. Your house gets tagged a lot, in like people when they're at locations. You know what I'm trying to say?
1: My house gets what a lot?
0: Tagged a lot on Instagram.
1: Oh, like my actual house?
0: (laughs) Yeah. People are always posting stuff from your mom's house.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And now I need to look that up. (laughs) (laughs) See, Uh, usually I'm like a your dad thing, but on the show, I'm your mom.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Mommy dearest. Yeah, I had something that I, I thought was pretty clever, and of course I forgot it oh, shoot, I don't even have that sound effect plugged in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now I want to know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you never seen that? People tagging your mom's house on Instagram? No. (laughs) This is going to
1: start a whole new thing. I hope you know that.
0: Yeah. Speaking of starting a whole new thing, uh, I might start a whole new thing called being prepped for the show and actually plug in (laughs) the whole soundboards. With board Down, it's really – like I'm I'm out an assistant I know the uh, Nokomoto the, the uh, moto one podcast East or whatever the hell whoever is their jurisdiction for the for the uh, um, network they have interns they get like weekly interns. they get people to like run their boards get bring them soup all sorts oh, of fun wow. stuff yeah
1: I, I heard Tobor was out with helping search for this like submarine thing
0: oh wow. Yeah, we weren't supposed to talk about that. Oh. But Tobor and I did. We went down, we were playing bumper cars in the Atlantic this weekend. Yeah. And yeah, I think something, ha- we might have, we might have bumped into somebody on like Sunday or Monday. Mm. Bad, yeah, bad boys. <laughs> so, uh, let's start off this week. Let me get let me get the notes up here so I know exactly what's going on. And I put the stupid. If I'm talking weird or if I sound weird, it's because I'm hearing myself three times in my headphones. Uh, I don't know why I put monitoring on when I very well know what I sound like. I think it was so I could hear the awesome sound effects, but now that's ruining me. So, all right, uh, enough behind the scenes. Let's get into this week's show let's do the uh, mommy dearest let's get to the highs and lows what's your highs for this week
1: you know my high i've been thinking about this okay so my high was i went to the fast babes taco tuesday bike night Mm -hmm. um, down here in temecula and that was at tacos and beer and um I rode the whole family. We went on bikes. And so I rode and brought my son and my husband rode his El Diablo and brought my daughter since we have the twins. So we all got out for the night on the bikes together. And that was my first time taking my son out um, on the bike with me. Usually it's my daughter. And, he loved it. He said it was the best day of his life, which um, he's just so sincere and um, thoughtful. It was, it was just the sweetest. It made me happy to,
0: yeah.
1: for us all to enjoy something together um, and really, you know, take part. In yeah. That.
0: And you know the, the re- event
1: was awesome too. Yeah. Are you waiting for me? <laughs> um, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I started to interrupt. I was gonna say, reading your quotes, that just it brought a smile to my face. That was really sweet. What they, uh, the you know, like I love you. This is the best day. Like I thought, man, that's super cool. You're creating a new generation of motorcyclists right there.
1: Yeah, it was just he's he so speaks his heart, and um, like I've taken I take my daughter quite a bit on rides with me but um it was cool to see how much she really liked it yeah and that was pretty the, cool and the i mean event was, was cool just reading it yeah yeah he was it was great and then the event was really awesome like they they vast fast babes she they always get a um a good turnout um there was probably close to 50 bikes and then cool. they do uh events and like best bike and slow ride competitions. So that was cool.
0: Yeah, I've seen uh, fast babes all over. I'm not I'm still not a hundred percent sure exactly. Is it just a group is it like an organization that puts on events or is it like a charity group?
1: Um it's ran by oh, I don't want to give I don't want to say the wrong things, but um taylor her taylor is who runs it and she has she just puts events out there and they are co-ed it's not um female only specifically i think all of some events i guess are female only like the overnight campouts and things but she also does co-ed and um they have an instagram and then she also has um, merch and different things like that. Gotcha. So sh- they're very active. Um, it's just based out of here, like um, the Temecula like Elsinore area. Uh, lots of events, usually at uh, Josie's Hideout and right. different things. Yeah.
0: Cool. I mean, yeah, I, I I've see I see it all over, and I just didn't know if it was. It sounds like it's uh, maybe they sell merch and stuff to get money to keep the events going.
1: Yeah, it's like a social club. Um yeah. it's always it's always changing, but it's it's pretty cool. To, like she has a lot going on and it's fun to yeah. like, get together with everybody.
0: And what are your lows this week?
1: Hmm. Yeah, and that's my always my struggle. I'm gonna just say this is kind of a cheesy low, but um I was just I was maybe having some happy hour just a little bit ago and the bar the um the I I will not say the name because I I respect the business but they're they need to clean their lines on their drinks and my drinks really tasted like crap so um My low was that even though the prices, the happy hour prices were super good. So I can't even really knock it that hard, but the drinks tasted bad. So that was kind of my low. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. That's okay. If that's my only low, then I can't really be that sad about it. Cause
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me see my highs and lows. If if anybody cares, nobody really, I don't think anybody wants to know. You, okay, so listen. Your so my mom highs, cares. You know, was, yeah, my, my, my mom's always care. So the, um, my eyes was this week was awesome. Well, I guess it was, was it still this week? I mean, technically, when was it? I guess it was last week, actually. Uh, I'm still on a high from last week, having you know a cool podcast crew together, having a, a listener of the show come through. I've been riding that high. All week, I've been thinking about, uh, you know, the fun times spent with the MotoGP after after the podcast and everyone was gone. He, we stayed up till like one of the morning, him explaining, you know, I, w- I took music theory in junior college you know, a long time ago and I was going to be a music major. And I, I had it down, like I knew a lot of stuff, but he, he just came in and I just have forgot it all. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. used it for uh, let me see. Mozart was my teacher, so probably about 117 years. He came in and he was like, "Hey, blah 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 blah," and tell me all this stuff. And I would just play something, and he loved it. He loves what I play, but he would break it down into the theory. And he's really into the two seven one or two five one, which I which I think I inverted. And I was like, "That's like the one four five, actually." If you if you if you just inverted, I don't know. It's it was weird. But it was fun. Like I'm still I'm still raging on that high. My lows is, is it uh had to come back to reality. That's not happening. Uh <laughs> and we're back to the grind. I've been uh going crazy at work and me and the fam are gonna be headed out of town. So it's just a little bit of a it's gonna be fun, but it's a little bit stressful at the same time. I so, hear that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Th- yeah, so that's it's my, always my stressful getting
1: out, like getting ready and like out the door. And then, yeah, sometimes I come back from family trips and I'm just like, ah, ready. You like- need a
0: vacation? <laughs> 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 you come back from a vacation, you need a vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and moms always plan everything. So there you go. <laughs> that's why that's moms need a vacation after the vacation.
1: Yeah. I I have to. I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, hang on one sec. Okay. All right. All right. Well, on this week's show, hopefully the audio is not too crummy, but uh, we'll, we'll get through this. On this week's show, we are going to do a little learn about the hosts. And I don't need to do it because everybody knows my backstory. Um, they know my age. They know my height. And they know what planet I'm from. But we don't know anything about you. And so we got something planned for next week and the week after. We got a whole bunch of stuff planned. But before we get too far into all of these future shows, we need to back up just a little bit and learn a little bit about your mom. (laughs) So I'm going (laughs) to hand it over to you. And I want to know, because I never asked you, like, normally when somebody comes to interview on the show, we are talking about their past or whatever they're doing in the Mm -hmm. industry or whatever it is. Um, the first thing we asked is like, where'd you start? What do you ride? And what was your, all all that fun stuff. We didn't do that with you. You just kind of jumped in and started doing a better job than me. And I was like, let's fire her. And the CEO was like, are you crazy? So he, <laughs> or, he vetoed me, but, um, yeah, we never got into your origin story. So on this week's show, let's do that. Let's, let's take a trip back in time. I don't think I have like time machine music, but I do have, um, Here, here's what I have. Let's take an airplane (laughs) flight back in time to the beginning (laughs) of your your career. (laughs) So, where did where did it all start? Where did little Kim start riding way back? You know what what Um, age? What bikes? And so forth.
1: Okay. Um, Well, I started. I guess probably like every Southern California kid, like going. To the desert, camping and riding, and um, so I mean, I mean, I grew up going out, going camping, Mexico, dune buggies and quads out in like Glamis and Acatia Wells, and spent like you know high school weekends going out there with friends, and um, that was all quads, and I didn't start riding um, road bikes until about five or six years ago. And, Mm -hmm. um, I of course was a backpack with some old boyfriends and then my husband and I just got, um, I started getting depressed, like having to wait to go ride (laughs) Yeah, and, um, seeing, you know, like my husband would go ride and things like that. And, um, I just really wanted my own, and so took a course, and um, I didn't pass the first time. Like, I'll—that's embarrassing to say, but like, I didn't.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute! On the last show, we all just talked about how everyone like took some test and just went to the DMV with it. Like, took a separate course and then took that paper to the DMV.
1: I well, I did do that the second time.
0: (laughs) Oh, sweet! Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, everyone gets so, the,
0: everyone gets a gimme you know what I'm saying so that's that's mm-hmm. fine.
1: Yeah so I didn't pass the, like I kind of I was surprised actually that I didn't pass but okay I'm like they see something that I suck at. so I when I didn't pass the first time I went and got my permit and rode for like another year <clears throat> um, with the bike and then I did a second course that I really I liked a lot better and that was through ride right. Um, in Elsinore, of course that was like during the summer and it was like 150 degrees. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Out.
0: Was in the shade.
1: <laughs> yeah. On this little, like probably Suzuki to something. I don't know, like a clown bike. It was painful.
0: Hey, fuck you. I took ride, right. <laughs> That's who I got my, uh, certificate through. I- and that was like a fucking chopper to me that thing was huge you know how small I am that thing was like a gigantic <laughs> I was like riding a fucking Honda Rune
1: to oh, me man. and it was only
0: at 150 probably
1: I don't know like it was like my forearms hurt so bad and um, I'm pretty sure the turn signal was like dangling off the side Oh yeah,
0: those bikes go down more than a hooker on payday
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that before I'm going to have to remember that one um, yeah, so did that and then, you know, passed eventually or that second time. And that's when I went to the DMV and, um, you know, turned in my slip and all that. And then they said I needed to redo my car, my, my car driving license. Oh God. I like I was really scared about that. Cause here I'm like, I don't know, 33 years old or something. I mean, a hundred and something years old. And I'm like, I don't even know. I'm going to come out of here with my motorcycle license and not a car. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Like, le- <laughs> legit. Did they make um, you take it? What? Did they make you retake it?
1: I did. I had to take my car and the bike. Wow. Ride, ri- the written ones.
0: How many and fucking tickets did you have?
1: I had no tickets. It was just time to, I don't know. I guess I believe when you make a change to the California license or something where you're adding, I think you have to take all the tests again is what I heard. Hmm. I heard. Don't quote. I
0: must have got it easy. I mean, when I... Let me see. I didn't have to redo anything. I, you know what I did have to do? I probably did have to retake a written car test and the written motorcycle test, but I didn't have to retake a driving test.
1: No, I didn't have to do the driving. Yeah, just the written.
0: Okay, the yeah, yeah. I think I did like have to do that as well. Yeah, Yeah. you're yeah. going to fail that and you can just have your yes. motorcycle license.
1: I was like, there's so many new laws about new drivers and the age and all the new rules for those kids. And I'm like, I don't know any of this. Right. But I made it out of there eventually. And
0: Listen, a lot of people probably don't uh, add on or renew or do anything like that. So does that scare you that there's people out there driving that are probably like 60, 70, 80? <laughs> And they haven't learned the laws since like nineteen I don't know nineteen seventy eight when they got their license.
1: Like you, my parents.
0: Yeah, the, the speed limit was still fifty five back then, and you couldn't turn right on red or you know whatever the <laughs> whatever the fucking laws were. Yeah, there's people out there still that have never retaken that's the test.
1: True.
0: So just think uh, yeah, about that. It's
1: kind of scary. I'm just gonna push that back in the back of my head. And- yeah.
0: Yeah. That's those are the write. people that are killing motorcyclists. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> I that's
1: why we ride faster <laughs> to like just get right. out of their way.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I have a question. Going back to the um, Glamis and Nacatillo I know exactly. Those are those are some some prime Southern California dunes. We're talking about like not yeah. just desert, but like actual crazy sand dunes. Part of the Mojave. Um, there's a lot of motorcycles out there and I know quads are probably easier for kids and a lot of kids get their start on quads and they don't sell those murderous three wheelers anymore. But why (laughs) quads? Did you ever get offered a motorbike when you were little Um, or was it always quads?
1: You know, that's a good question. I, I don't, I mean, of course all my like guy friends rode dirt bikes or, or banshees. Like if anyone knows what those are anymore, um, I don't, you know, I really don't know. It didn't cross my mind at the time as far as a dirt bike versus a quad. Maybe I was just like lazy to start. Like, <laughs> but I mean, uh,
0: it is a lot easier to drive a quad drunk. And uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that ride them on the street now, too. So, I mean, you especially know, especially
1: in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't, that's a good question. I did, I was offered to ride like a CR or, you know, 125 or, you know, Honda 125 or something like my friend, my friend's dirt bikes. And I did, I did do that, um, like once and I'm sure I was still pretty nervous or scared because you know what, now that I think about it, it was the twist throttle that kind of scared me.
0: Versus the Especially, and then
1: like the three wheelers were even then kind of gone by then. But I, now that I think about it, I think it was the twist throttle that kind of scared me. Um, I don't know why now, but that w- did that did detour me. Um,
0: yeah, which is weird because I feel like it's it's way harder to give a hundred percent throttle with your wrist yeah. than it is with the thumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Even though our Super Seventy Three has a, th- um, that's a thumb, right? Yeah, yeah, like, I think
0: those, yeah. Those are thumb throttles. Yeah, things.
1: and now I struggle with the thumb, especially when I'm riding that, like intoxicated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really hard to control a thumb throttle, like. So. Yeah, uh, but
0: it's just it's, it's like uh, I don't know the difference between like playing pinball and all of a sudden you're going 100 throttle. Where on a motorcycle you. Even on some throttles, like the throttle on uh, my street bike, I can't give it th- full throttle without like re-gripping and then twisting the rest. Yeah, away, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds that's like so counterintuitive to have thumb throttle on those crazy, you know, especially banshees. Like banshees were pretty kind of high powered.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I grew up. Yeah, doom buggies first, and learned how to drive stick on the doom buggy. Nice and. Um, yeah, the, yeah, just the dunes themselves is like, you you can't just go out there and like bombs it.
0: <laughs> no, you,
1: you think gotta you can. Ner- you have to learn, you know, like how to, I want to say ride, you know, ride the dunes. I'm sure it's even harder on a dirt bike. Like that does seem uh, way more technical as far as than a quad.
0: Yeah. And I've seen people go out there and it just looks like skiing. And, but skiing is, you know, mm-hmm. skiing is another one of those, I've never skied, but I've snowboarded and that, and I skateboarded. So I thought it'd be a piece of cake. That was hard as hell. But mm-hmm. you see people just go out there and it looks so fluid and they're just having such a fun time and they're throwing like a 50 foot route and doing wheelies. And then you get out there and sand is one of the fucking hardest <laughs> things to ride through, period. Especially yes. on the, the less wheels you have, the harder it is. On. Especially these dudes on motorbikes, just shredding back and forth, like surfing almost. I am mm-hmm. uh, like, that is, No. No, that 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 they're making it look way too easy. Even on a beach, it's a it's kind of hard. So,
1: but yeah. yeah, you watch like I mean, we grew up or me like watching you know the Krusty Demons mm-hmm. dirt video mm-hmm. like VHS and it yeah, like you said, it looks so smooth and they're just like there's this cool music playing and they're like gliding over the rims of the of the sand dunes and you're like hell yeah like. I'm gonna go do that this weekend, and then you go out there and you're like, "Can somebody help me, like, get you unstuck, know, or can you go like <laughs> get your truck and tow me out, like?" Yeah.
0: That or was like, I reality. just jumped over sand dune, which, which is five feet tall on one side, but three thousand feet on the <laughs> other side, and I just ended up flying half a mile like, down, paralyzed
1: for life. <laughs> yeah,
0: can somebody come scrape <laughs> me up from the bottom of this dude? Yeah. yeah, I saw a lot of that. I've never went, I, I never spent much time, I shouldn't say I never went, but I never spent much time out there. And I really, I just don't like the desert. I I, I grew up in the woods and I love the, I'd, I'd rather go to like a GNCC and like ride a single track through the woods, do some insane trails, than just go out and bomb through the desert. Mm-hmm. But that's because I was born in the woods and I really didn't, spend for, for being a SoCal but, you know, having moved out here and, and lived in SoCal and all my friends were desert rats, I never really spent much time out there and I just didn't really see the appeal of it. But it does look pretty fun. And I know once you get out there, there are trails. It's not just dunes. It's not just sand. Like there are trails. and There's yeah. little things you can do. So, yeah, I, I know it's I know it's not what I think it is, but I just never spent enough time out there to appreciate it. Until I started oh, yeah. watching um, those uh, Planet Earth uh, documentaries, and I'm like, "Wow, the desert's a fascinating place." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like, going, like I mean, the mountains and, um, you know, foresty area, like where you grew up. You know, that sounds appealing too, though, because then there's just not that hot.
0: Sand. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you fall on rocks and you get sticks stuck through your arm, but. You know, on sand you can still get pretty jacked up. I've seen people get pretty hurt on sand, but yeah, uh, yeah. There's like streams and rivers that you can stop on and take a dip in real quick. <laughs> you don't find that <laughs> on the desert. You gotta you get out of the 180 degree heat into the like 90 degree heat, and it feels good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, um, so yeah. So fast forward. I mean, did you do that most of your life? Like, when did you get out of riding quad? Did you ride all the way to like into your 20s?
1: Um. Yeah. Let's see. I, whew. yeah, like late twenties, I guess my last quad was, yeah, like, yeah, I guess my late twenties and that was like a, a Suzuki, like an LTZ quad sport something.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember what they made. Probably like,
1: yeah, like I think a 400 or, something.
0: Yeah. 400. That sounds right.
1: Yeah, Um, and then
0: you were out there on the Suzuki King Quad, like
1: (laughs) you know. (laughs) And I didn't even like. I've always been as far as desert stuff. It's been Honda for me, like the Suzuki. Like I, it was yellow. I hated the color. I, I even put all like white plastics on it because I just wasn't a fan. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, stopped and then I didn't, and then I started. I didn't start riding. Um motorcycles like road bikes until after I had my kids so like in 2014 maybe
0: going on 10 years now
1: yeah um I just and that really became like my therapy
0: (laughs) right yeah Um, yeah yeah right Knees in the breeze, too. All all the uh, pop psychology that was revolving around motorcycles nowadays.
1: Yeah, like some, you know, some women stop riding once they have kids or get pregnant. And um, after I had kids, I was like, screw this. I need to get out of the house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like... uh, what am I thinking? Like the stirrups that you did you put your feet in when you're in yeah. the uh, delivery room. You just you rotated those down uh, 90 degrees and made them into foot pegs. And you're like, here we go. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fly through the breeze this way.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was nice. um. So I I've on I've pretty much gotten a new bike every year since I've started wow. riding.
0: Wow.
1: I, yeah, I don't know if well, I feel. What was your so first proud. one? Okay, so my first bike was a 73 CB450. Mm. and um,
0: I got to um, ask, was yeah. it a CB450? Uh, wait, 78. It was a cb 450 73. 73, okay. Was it a four-cylinder um, or a two-cylinder?
1: Oh, you know, I think I was talking to Wiggins about this, and I think he asked me something, too. And I was like, you know, this was my first bike, and I wasn't even really, like, yeah. into like knew much about them. So you got
0: on it and rode. No. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, um, and I, I feel like that's embarrassing to say.
0: No, you know what? Hey, some people are into the, they're not into the text specs. Like you'll talk to a lot of racers like that. They can't tell you like, as long as they can tell the technicians are like hey what how did it like how was the front end when you're going into corners like was it oscillating you know was there vibrations it twist? and twist like i can't uh-huh. and the, the racers are like i can't tell you any of that but i can tell you how it felt to me and as mm-hmm. long as they can so there are some people even racers that just ride they don't yeah. care jack squat about this bag they might even know how many cylinders their bike has Some <laughs> of those race bikes have five cylinders you know it's like
1: yeah they but don't that they was- know it was a cool. It is a cool bike, and yeah. so I, you say? And I. I've never
0: seen pictures of it. Like, yeah, prove it. It's
1: like deep down in my Instagram. It's probably okay. actually one of my first pictures, maybe even on Instagram. But like,
0: if you're um, if you're listening right now, go to go to Dawson's Freak and scroll to the very first one and stick it, <laughs> tag it, and post it on your story. And we'll, we'll see what this bike was because yeah. the CB450Ts were cool, but they were like the twins, and so they weren't I the uh, uh, like was the was super sport. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, um, and it was totally stock because when I was looking at the time, you know, everyone's like cafe. Yes. Yes. Them out. And like, that looks, that looks cool too. But like what, this was totally stock and, um, not chopped up. And it was like an olive green with green and Mm. gold. And, um, I, it was, I loved it. And, and, but I was a new rider and um I was scared to take it out by myself. Like go riding by myself, just worried with the it to break down um with the carbs and everything. And it like it had some flow issues and in and out of the shop. Yeah. So um so I did get rid of it just so I for ease of mind, which yeah, I'm pissed I did that. Because <laughs> I that would I should have kept it and still just got something else because it was awesome. Yeah. So got rid of that and got the Honda Rebel like 500, like a used one. Nice. Yeah, and I think I only had that maybe nine months or whatever. And um,
0: was and that then like 20? Didn't those come out in 2016? Maybe it was 2015, something like that.
1: I'm I don't not sure. Say 2016. Yeah, it was still fairly new bike, I know that. Yeah. And um so yeah, only had that and I mean what I liked about that was just how light it was cuz I think as like a new rider, especially for women is just like the weight of a bike is intimidating and even though that really doesn't come into play ultimately when you become more comfortable like it's attractive when you're like a new writer. You're like that takes that piece away from it,
0: and absolutely. It was,
1: yeah, it was just it's was easy to handle, and um, but then you know, like I'm watching my husband, and you like with the Harleys, you can do all this cool mods and things, and so then I got a eight eighty three.
0: Nice. Did you keep the Honda? No. Because I got to say, those Hondas, with the first year they came out, I want to say it was 16. I, um, I talked to the guy who was in charge of the design. And I think his name was Kata Megura or something like that. He was from Honda. He was just this little nerdy guy walking around. Nobody paying attention to him because nobody knew who he was. But I just happened to see him Googling him. So I said, hey. Do you like the user? What do you think of these? And he said, Oh, I, I designed them. And I was like, Oh wow. crap, crap, he's here from Japan. Like Honda sent him out here to see what the reaction is. And those bikes were a hundred percent made for customization. And when they were showing them off, they were telling us how the fenders were built, how like the rear fenders were built, be able to re- uh, remove straight from those little braces. Am I cutting uh-huh. out a little bit? Yeah. A little Man, weird. Uh, I'll just repeat myself then. <laughs> in case. I mean, but I yeah, those things with- were those things were 100 built for customization. The rear fender actually has two bolts in it, and those are for nothing except to attach stuff to bags, an extra seat, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, but yeah, he was. They were. They were showing us. They had a few there from the factory that were like brat, like Japanese brat style, kind of raked, little chop. Yeah. Um, and they were just stock Hondas that had that stuff unbolted and bolted back on. And so those are actually like surprisingly um, lend themselves to customization purposely from Honda. And I don't think a lot of people know that. I think they just figure they're yeah. beginner bikes, they ride them a little bit and they get rid of them, you know?
1: Yeah. I like when I had mine, I did, I don't usually like join Facebook groups for the bikes that I buy, but that's mostly wine clubs. That's (laughs) kind. That's kind of when I did start, and I did join like a Facebook page for like Honda Rebel, like whatever. And um, and the main thing that always bothered me was the exhaust was so fucking ugly, and um, so I you know I changed that out and like the person that had the bike before had did a few things to it. And, um, I guess like that kind of bring like on that forum, I had met someone that was a, a part of the California motorcycle community, CMC page, Facebook Mm -hmm. page group. And, um, he was actually a moderator for that page. And, um, we became good friends and then um, eventually I became a moderator on the California motorcycle community Facebook page as well. And I think it oh, was shit. only the three of us like Doug, who is the um, admin or the creator or founder for that page and um, myself and the other person was Joe. His name was Joe. And um, and it was just us three, and now that page has like eight thousand um, people members yeah. in yeah, they California. They got some sponsors.
0: They got. I mean, if you yeah. need to know something to do, like on t- Tuesday night at four o'clock, they got it up there. Like, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty incredible page. I don't know if other pages. Um, has spawned from that, or if he influenced people to start their own area page, but he definitely has. I think from the Bay Area, which is Mm -hmm. for anybody not around California, that's like San Francisco area, which is like northern, all the way down to San Diego. He'll have stuff every week, every night of the week for for anybody that uh, you know. I don't know how he tracks it all. It's just it's crazy.
1: Yeah. Doug's the, yeah, he's an amazing person. And he's just really for how big that I can't imagine. Um, it was hard. I think when I was on it, we were around three or 4,000 people and, um, it just continues to grow and they have more, you know, um, people helping with that page now too. But,
0: um, what do you do as a moderator? Just make sure nobody puts shitty events on there <laughs> weird weird stuff
1: yeah just you know like if there's harassing or different funky things going on you know to just kind of keep an eye on it which which actually it was hard even just with how many members were on there then um you know like a normal uh just i keep wanting to say member like person on the page would, you know, they would have to tag like an a, a moderator or person if they, if they, or message us if they thought something was offensive or inappropriate, you know, like hurting cats.
0: Right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. yeah. 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 Hurting cats, um, like hurt, hurting or hurting. Hurting. <laughs> <Herting. Herding. laughs> yeah. I just, I just read this thing about this like monkey torture ring that's going on. <laughs> oh. I, I know there was some cat torture rings. That's, I, that's why I didn't know if you said hurting or hurting.
1: Yeah. Herding but, like, um, cows.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Herding, herding cows. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, right. So, and I can imagine, and that was like when things were pretty chill, put 2020 yeah. and 2021 of the <laughs> quick, quick yeah, and, and actually, I can imagine things got see, pretty I think shitty. It, was
1: even, it might've even been before COVID, um, that I was doing that. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I do have to just like Briefly mention, though that that my friend Joe that did get me into that he did um he passed away in like a bike accident from I, um, thought,
0: I was yeah, going to ask it, if he passed away because I remember when they when he did they had a big memorial on there for him or something yeah
1: yeah his name was um Joe Perez and um he just an awesome sweet guy um and was always super he was kind of like the welcomer <laughs> on that page. Like I was kind of the, the bitchy hard ass, I guess. But, um, he was <laughs> that's always, a good,
0: that's a good roller derby <laughs> <jersey> name.
1: <laughs> yeah. He was, um, he was like the good guy and, um, he, yeah, he got injured in a bike wreck and, um, he actually like hid, um, from his injury and surgery suffered a stroke after in recovery and, that, and that led to other issues. Yeah. So it was, um, he just, he was super, you know, he was young and it was, that was pretty hard for a lot of us. We all knew him. Yeah. Um, But he rode a Rebel and
0: (laughs) so that's how we
1: became friends. And I always get, once I moved on and up with different bikes, I always kind of like gave him a hard time. And he, he did get a new bike actually. Um, he would hate me for not knowing what it was. It was like a Yamaha street bike.
0: So you didn't talk him into, what was your next bike after the Rebel?
1: Um, okay, so after the rebel was the iron like in 883.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. So you didn't talk him into the Harley clan. (laughs) No,
1: no. one of of (laughs) us. I don't think he would have ever rode a Harley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a bit. And then I rode my husband's he had a roadster at the time, and I rode that. And no, actually I wrote when I had the rebel, I rode the roadster. So then that's when like, okay, I'm gonna get a sporty.
0: And, the uh, Roadster. That was yeah. a... That was a sportsster, huh?
1: Yeah. I don't know all I, the ins and outs, but yeah, it was... It I was
0: vaguely cool. remember that.
1: Yeah. What
0: What year was it? <sighs> I,
1: I Man, don't know the years. Roadster. Junkie? 1985. The <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah.
1: I'm going to have to Google these.
0: No, because I mean, the Roadster, I, I remember... I mean I remember like the Night Rod and I remember, you like know, the, the Street Rod. I remember all the V Rod weird things, but I do vaguely remember the Roadster. It's like one of those Harleys like the Rocker C that nobody that everyone forgets Harley made or like the I mean people still dig the Sportster 72s and I mean they it they still like had the 48
1: 2017
0: the Roadster. It 20- I just Oh, oh, you know what? I know what it was. It was like the iron 83 but cafe racer style that's what the roadster was yeah, yeah you're right you're right yeah they did I'm the, that, that was it. it it came in all i think it came in black and it might i mean yeah. what harley doesn't come in black they all come in vivid black but yeah. uh it was black and i think it had like it was kind of like a variation of the of the old um iron like iron 1200 or something like that yeah, i said nightster been iron 1200 <laughs> yeah yeah, that's right, the Roadster. I saw one of those at one of the classic track days. They actually did look pretty cool because they were kind of cafe racery.
1: hmm Yeah, that was fun. And um, I, like every bike, you think, oh, I'm good, I'm good. And then I rode, then I test rode the Street Bob and, um, like, at Temecula Harley. They had, like, the stock, and then they had one all done up with, like, some Lucky Dave's T-bars and Mm. things like that. So I rode both those and I loved the T-bars. It just felt good. And I thought I had enough power and I rode that. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, like I can totally get out of people's way on this.
0: (laughs) Is that what the salespeople tell you? Or is that exactly (laughs) like how you feel when you're on the bike?
1: You know, I hate salesmen no matter what. If it's a car or bike, I'm kind of, like, don't talk to me. And, yeah. and, and what's crappy to say, ex- especially like if it's a female motorcycle sells woman,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm really skeptical. I'm like, okay, like, do you really ride, bro? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounds mean to say it, but I'm like. Do you ride? I
0: like, mean, honestly, you don't know if the guys ride, you know? That's you assume
1: true
0: too. You assume. Yeah, that's but, true. I mean, if a girl's at a Harley dealership, I guarantee she rides, partially because I think they make you take the... Um, if you're going to be on the sales floor, I know that... I, I'm pretty sure they at least make you, if you don't ride, take the riding course on their bikes and, and test ride new bikes when they come in so mm-hmm. you know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure.
1: That sounds right.
0: I, I mean, every I dealership that. should do that, but you know, I I, I know Harley does because I know people that work have worked there and have mm-hmm. were on the sales floor and told me that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've heard that too. Yeah.
0: Could be just a Harley myth. But the the crazy thing is that you got sucked into the Harley. Um, it's like Harley and Ducati are really good at two things: making really expensive bikes and getting people to buy them because they bring them into this like family. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. But I mean, I started Honda, but I didn't like after, I mean, I really didn't like the look overall, didn't like capture my eye.
0: Yeah. Cause they're trying to do Harley. I mean, that's the problem with the Japanese cruisers is they don't just, people know, they just don't look, you know, that's that big fucking can on the side that you hated. Harley mm-hmm. doesn't do those. They do, uh, a skinny exhaust all the way back, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or it'll be the same diameter all the way, but there won't be a skinny pipes with a huge can. They they have skinny pipes, but they put big fat heat shields that look like pipes. Over, right.
1: You know I was going to say, even the stock Harley pipes, I mean, they're not that great either, yeah. but like, yeah, at least it doesn't look like, I hate this description, but whenever I see those big ass exhausts, I think of a giant tampon hanging off the side of a bike. There you go. Like that's just it's just hanging out there. It's,
0: it's don't a, put a tampon on your bike. What do you think a, of the um Akropovich? Like they look like those, but they've been they look like a tampon that's been stepped on because they're kind of squarish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I'd have to see one. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, look at a KTM or look at uh, any of the like BMW um, adventure bikes. They all have the big Akropovich exhaust on the side, and they look like those big tampons. Only they're flat, like they got stepped on. <laughs> a lot of people love a them. A
1: Stepped on tampon. Tampon.
0: Stepped on tampon. We need to make we need to make a diagram of a motorcycle and just have <laughs> all of these things pointing to it, pointing to the pipe, saying stepped on tampon. <laughs> Pointing to the carburetors, I think putting visual.
1: It just sounds so wrong, but yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. The, the carburetor bottle bodies would just say witchcraft, oogly boogly, makes, <laughs> makes the motor go.
1: I mean, even <laughs> on uh-huh. even on the quads, I rode like I put FMF pipes on. Hell
0: yeah, brother! You wouldn't yeah?
1: Like that's all. That's like the first thing, you know.
0: FMF probably makes Harley pipes. I mean, probably not. But I'm just. I, I'd like to think <laughs> they do. Yeah. Like there's so many people that make uh Harley pipes. I couldn't imagine FMF not making something that would fit on a pipe of that diameter. It's not like Harley's have magical pipes that are different in <laughs> diameter than everything else, but, <laughs> I don't know, maybe they are. When Harley, I have yeah, the that's Rebel what, what magic pipes. We just have magic pipes pointing to the pipes.
1: Yeah. That makes me just want to go dig through all my stickers and find like an old FMF sticker and put it on my Vance and Heinz.
0: Cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many
1: looks I would get
0: they're like whoa damn i never seen the FMF you know that's
1: <laughs> that's a really I'm really tempted
0: do it if What's only Vance it wasn't I'm like
1: what red and orange like mm-hmm. if there was an FMF like a like if it matched the color of my bike
0: there you go hey there's these things called um, vinyl cutters and heat presses that they sell at craft stores just go make your own FMF sticker <laughs> <laughs> and make it white and stick it on your bike. So, oh, right, right, So you you graduated from the um from the roadster up to I don't know. You, you needed maximum horsepower, so you went up to what?
1: I yeah. So the street bob, the one oh seven, which I thought that was gonna be like my bike kind of. I don't. I will never say my last bike, but I was pretty content with the street bob. Um,
0: uh, what one? year was it? Um,
1: 2019.
0: Okay. So it was after they went to uh soft from Dinah to Softail.
1: Yeah. It was like, yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, I love that bike. It I had a tune. It ran awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I like, I was pretty set on that. The only thing I had wanted really was like a bigger tank for, so, Like, I wanted to start getting ready for longer rides. Um, and that bike is still good, but it the tank I think was like a 3.3, um, which you, like 130 ish miles on, but um, then of course, then I rode at the time my husband then had a street glide special,
0: <laughs> right.
1: And so I rode that, like, around, like, up in Lone Pine. And um, I've never been sold on, like, the fairings on, like, the street glides and stuff. I liked the bag, the bag look without the fairing. So, like, a Road King or something. And that was kind of what I thought my next bike would be. But I went for the Lowrider S, the 117. um, Yeah. And so that's my baby now. Yeah. Wait, did you get
0: the ST version with the um, fairing?
1: I didn't do the ST. No, I wrote, I I thought I was going to do the ST, like the white ST. Um, I was like really set, like walked into the dealer ready to go. And then I, like I wrote it and I just could not get into that fairing. Um, the, it looks awesome from the outside, but when I wrote it, um I did not like looking at all of that plastic in front really? of
0: me. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I just I couldn't get into it. And um it I felt like I was in a spaceship. Um it was weird. But um and then I went and I rode the the Lowrider S and then I just ended up putting like a banks performance fairing kind of like a mem- uh, I put a T sport on it and that's the look I like
0: and Is that the the handlebar got?
1: Yeah, the the handguards, yeah, they're banks performance. They like right out like 5 days after I got my bike, they put out um that they were having custom like color match for my color, the white sand pearl. And like I was sold that was like my splurge my first big splurge for the bike was nice. the color matched fairing and handguards.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah. Your bike does look pretty cool. So your bike came with a little tiny like speed screen on it. And you got like a bigger I would say bat wing fairing, but it's not that big, right?
1: No. No, it's not like a bat fairing or a bat fairing. <laughs> it's a bat fairing. Um, <laughs> bat fairing. It's for lack of better terms like a Memphis shades kind of yeah, but it's like different. a hat, it's like a half
0: bearing almost I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's what they call like the t-sport and um, I had Memphis shades before and I really I like them but I wanted kind of a different look and um so I went with that one
0: yeah you know I loved the last year Dinah Loretta s I loved the way it looked. It had those kind of gold, off gold wheels, like burnt gold. Um, it had that. It was just like a slate gray or dark gray or something like that. It was so badass. Again, when they brought it back as a soft tail, they changed a little, but I still do like. Uh, I think the Low Rider S is a badass bike, and the ST I kind of like. I like the way those look too, um, mm-hmm. just because I kind of do like the. You know, if you're going to go cruising, if you're really going to go cruising, a fairing, oh, yeah, look at yeah. that fairing. It's huge compared to yours. I see what you're saying now. Yours, it yours is. definitely is a little more compact than that.
1: Like, even, like, when I rode the Street Glide Special, um, that was, you know, we were on a long trip for that. And even though I don't like the look of those fairings, like, I immediately felt the pressure come off my neck.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And um, I was like, oh man, you know, now I see why like these old guys ride these things.
0: Yep. (laughs) You got to, you got to check out the, um, here's what I hope. And I hope for, I hope for next year the Harley does something for the 120th that they change stuff and bring this back next year. But the Street Glide, Street Glide Special, Road Glide, all that fun jazz. Like the Road Glide is a totally different pairing, right? But the Street Glide, uh, shit! Where'd my bikes go? Here they go. Here they are. Um, the Street Glide, the CVO that just came out. I don't like the like. If you look at the Street Glide and the Street Glide Special, I don't like the like the bat wing fairing that's on those. It looks kind of to me, it looks dated. It makes the whole bike look dated. It looks like a cop bike. But if you look at the new CVO Street Glide, yeah. they did two things. They, um, if I remember correctly, I think we took some measurements on this thing, and they moved it up. So that the fairing, um, let me look at it. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. So the fairing actually, I think moved down, uh, and it has additional wind like deflection at the bottom. It doesn't look like an old, you know, the the bat wing was a little bit angular, angular, but it was organically shaped. I don't know. I don't know if I'm putting that right, but it wasn't, it didn't have like a round headlight on to the street light, street light, had like a round ish, uh, the headlight in the front, but the opening was kind of square, and mm-hmm. then the sides were a little bit angular. They had like definite corners, but they smooth. They were smooth. They were rounded corners. The new CVO street Glide, I don't want to say it's copying the Challenger or anything like that, but <laughs> it is like it's angular as hell. It looks mean and dangerous, and I, and it looks like the fairing is uh, smaller, but it's yeah. like more more aerodynamically shaped and you think of a bigger fairing would be like take up you know cause more wind resistance but the the way it's shaped i think it, it uh deflects the air differently they don't have like the old street glide just with the windshield's held on to like three bolts across the top you know that's mm-hmm. what it looked like a 1970s cop bike but the new one <laughs> looks like it's got like an adjustable um i don't know if it is adjustable but it's got like the windscreen lays down instead of just being flopped on top of three screws. Uh, it's like, I don't know. It just looks badass. The other thing I like about it is the bags don't drop down like the extended bags do. They don't go straight like the old bags did. They have like this cut to them, like an edge cut. And right. like the bottom's tapered, um, the back's tapered. So it, so the back, the ass of that thing looks nice compared to the other ones where it's just like a, a box stuck on. Like the old ones, the old ones really look like 1980s to me now when I look at the new designs that they just came out with.
1: Mm-hmm. And I hope
0: the new Street Glides in 23, or I'm sorry, in 24, just look like what the CVO looks like this year. I hope that old body style goes away. Like, I really dig it. On the other hand, the Road glide I hate. <laughs> I like, they did the same with the bags, which I like, but the fairing looks like crap to me. It looks like the same shape-ish of the old fairing, but they just ruined the headlights. I really like those, like, um, Bender. They look like Bender from Futurama. I really like those headlights. And now they look like something from, like, uh, Optimus Prime or some crazy... Transformer, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like the new pairing on the
1: like encounters the of the third kind,
0: yeah, for sure. They try, they're, they're, they're probably trying to put like a cornering light or something into it because the lights wrap around the side now, yeah, they probably I see act that. as like um, they probably act as turn signals or something too because I don't see turn signals on it, but at the same uh, time, like that ruined the face of it to me. But the street glide, yeah. that thing looks bad, but yeah, um. And so right. the
1: 121s, like yeah, I know. I feel like every time you get a new bike, well, like for Harley, like if when, as soon as you get a new Harley, then it's like okay, I've got the 117 or whatever, and then it's like ne- the next following. I never want to buy a Harley like before the new year, the new release, because oh, yes. they always crush my heart. It's yeah. like God damn it!
0: Uh, I have a good friend <laughs> who is total. We'll never go back to anything unless he gets an electric or electric bicycle, rather. Uh-huh. And he is—he went from when I first when I first started working with him, he was riding like a Fireblade. Uh, I think it was a six hundred super sport. Then he got a uh, like a FJ 9 um, Then he got the FZ 9 Then he was like, "Oh man, my back and all this shit." He got—I think he went from an FJ to a um, Buell. Ulysses didn't like the beauty of Ulysses, so he took it to a Harley dealership and got on like a uh, road king, Mm -hmm. and that's all it took. Just like you, now he's like Harley obsessed. And he, uh, I mean, he's been on the show a couple times, and he is so obsessed with with his Harleys now. And I think, and they did what they did to you, they bring you in. To the club, <laughs> they make you feel like you know you you've accomplished something, and now it's just like an Apple product, and you know the next year it's <laughs> gonna be better, right?
1: Yeah, I would totally be open to like trying new bikes or things. Like, I'm not. Of course, I like the look, but like I have a friend that has like I I definitely want to know what other bikes feel like. I mean, street bikes have never really attr- I've never really been attracted to, but like I have a girlfriend that that has like a Moto Guzzi. Like those look cool to me. Um, I I want to know what other bikes. Maybe I don't want to know because then I'll like then I'm gonna really have a
0: problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because you can never have enough. I mean, that's that's the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like I want. I know I want to know, but I don't want to know.
0: Yeah. No, you're the, the lowrider S looks good, and it's got the one seventeen. Eventually, because you got the right, you did the right thing by putting uh, a little bit bigger fairing than just that little like you know headlamp visor on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be able to do some stuff. You got some bags on your. And yeah, you got a sissy bar. So you can strap a backpack to it. Like you did a pretty good job of making yours like pretty good for you know actually doing stuff with it. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I want my goal is to, I don't know when, but yeah, I want I really want to just go for comfort and like eventually long. Travel, I, I don't know when, when, like 10 years when my kids are 18 or
0: right,
1: <laughs> but that was like really my goal. And it has the lar- the five gallon tank. And, um, I mean, I had cruise control, I put cruise control on my street bob, but this one comes with cruise control. Um, so that's nice. And, um, so you, what you need
0: to do is quit going to we going to the Harley dealership because they're going to keep showing you oh, next yeah. year. With-
1: <laughs> I te- Yeah. I'll tease them. I'll walk in and then I'm like, yeah, right. Like they know, they know my plan whenever I come in there, I'm just like, yeah. Googling. But, um, so that's my bike now. And, um, I've been with some riding groups and, um, that's been,
0: yeah, that's been so, good. So the riding groups was that before or after the California motorcycle community, or was that concurrent?
1: you know, actually, it was con- co- I can't say that word co-current. Co-current. It's co current co-current. um that was at the same time, um yeah, I, so I don't even really remember, I guess so yeah, it was Joe i think that brought me into the CMC group, but yeah, I, so I was with the leaders at that Did time. Did they have to jump you in? <clears throat> what?
0: Did they have to jump you in?
1: Jump me in?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a gang. You don't get to just be a moderator. Right? I they got haze. Jump you in.
1: I had to be a hang around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you had to get patched
1: <laughs> 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 I had to stand in the parking lot and Direct bikes where to park for yeah. and-
0: when Joe needed water, you just yeah. hey, you know, hang around,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was a hang around for a little bit. Um, so I, yeah, I was with the Litas t- um at that time, and um, I was just in with the Temecula Litas around here, and um, then eventually, um, we st- we started another branch down here for North County, San Diego. And we had that for a year or two. And um, that's a really good group. Uh, The the leaders is worldwide. They have, um, they have branches in other countries and just a huge following of women
0: writers.
1: And, um, I Is it just recommend- like
0: a social club sort of thing too? It I mean, is. I've it- heard of Alitas. Who hasn't heard of Alitas? Yeah. But I don't really I'm not allowed to join, so who knows? I don't know what they are.
1: <laughs> well, like I said before, as long as you identify.
0: Right. Right. we're <laughs> trying um, to get me to identify as robot though. So I'm I getting know. really like I'm limiting myself like every, as each robot. year goes on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sure there'll be that opportunity will come sooner than later. <laughs> nice. but so they are what they're defined as a moto collective and um so you just find your local um you can go to the website and look by state and cities um in your state as far as joining and um there's let like, you just kind of follow all the links to that your local branch and you can belong to multiple ones like, for example, San Diego and L.A. or Orange County. There's quite a few in California um, and all the other states. So you can just join. It's free. There's um, each branch is kind of allowed to create their own thing with like a Facebook and an Instagram and all that jazz. And you can get their merch and have merch made for your branch and, um, and all of that.
0: What does it come with? Do you get like, um, like writing? I don't know. Do you get, is it easier to book stuff or is it easier to, you know, I don't know if there's like a fund or anything, but what is it? Is it really just like, uh, you know, like any club just to have the name and say, Hey, we're this branch of the leaders.
1: Yeah. It's kind of just like that name. It's like, so each branch, um, I've been out of the leaders for probably about two years now. So I don't know if things have changed, but usually like when I was in, you needed to have three founders to have a branch and, um, then those three are kind of really in charge of planning the events and um, setting things up. I believe you're required or they suggest that you have at least one um, event a month and like you're, it's pretty free reign. Um, The founder jessica like they um they're available like if you need have questions and things or to reach out to them for guidance and all of that um there's no dues or you don't have to pay um so it's it's really good for especially for new writers or women looking to network with other women um it's just a good source to go to to find other women that ride. If you're new,
0: gotcha. Um, okay,
1: yeah. So and then um,
0: yeah, what about this other group I heard you've been uh, <laughs> raising hell with?
1: So I yeah, so we um we kind of split off from the leaders and um kind of made our created our own riding group, and we're just a group. We're not a club or an mc we're not a riding club we're just a group of people that women that like to go ride um so we're still in north county san diego and we go by the hellcat ramblers and um we still just have our instagram and our facebook is private um our events we are usually only on our private Facebook page. Sometimes we'll post them on Instagram, but that's really kind of how we do our events is just on Instagram because we don't want, or no, on Facebook because we don't really want like random people just showing up.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Like if, <laughs> if you're trying to start like a, a writing club that is your club, you just don't, you know, it's not open to everybody sometimes. And that's okay sometimes.
1: Yeah. And it's not, it's not necessarily like we don't want, certain people it's more like we just don't want like random weird guys showing up
0: (laughs) right who wants that (laughs) if
1: we post it on our instagram
0: (laughs) who wants the random words you also don't want people knowing exactly what heists you're pulling off if you're talking right you're doing club biz you don't want them to know you know (laughs) give anybody Um, a heads up
1: yeah but we do do co-ed rides. Um, I mean, a lot of our partners or husbands um also ride, so it's not. We do do things with guys too. Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. bold
0: statement. <laughs> <laughs> do things now. Um, <laughs> Where's my sound effect board when I need it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like we're doing a co. Um. This Sunday. We are doing a co ed ride to the hideout. Um, nice. the Josie's hideout, which is up in Lake Henshaw down here, which I think one of our listeners, Rob, um, mentioned too.
0: Yeah. I guess I better put this out ASAP. So he knows. <laughs> yeah. Cause
1: this is a co ed one. I mean, granted, anybody can go to the hideout, but, um, yeah, you guys don't block up it there. off.
0: You guys don't like, you know, put your sergeant arms out there and keep.
1: Yeah, we. Shh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 okay, I'm sorry. I'm letting too. I'm letting too much go. <laughs> you told me to keep this part quiet. Keep, uh, yeah, keep you on it. I'm gonna edit it out. I'm, no, yeah, uh, up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna like sick my. I'm gonna send my little uh, my SAA out to monitor who comes into our our little seating area. Yeah. Yeah. The, all be. the guys, when they ride with us, the guys have to ride in the back.
0: <laughs> nice. They have to, like, cupcake or, yeah. or just no, like behind like the back
1: of the group. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: What's wrong with <laughs> riding cupcake?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We kind of like, we put them in the corner like they're our little.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, um, is
0: that this weekend, by the way?
1: Yeah, it is this weekend. It's this. Sunday will be up there in the
0: morning. Awesome. Yeah, I should I better put this out sooner than I thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um but yeah, the group is cool. We as far like we probably have about a good 30 active girls that are in that group. Um they they ride all types of bikes and all like all skill levels. So that's cool. We're not like only Harley. Um, and that's really cool to like, see all the different bikes. Cause you know, then, you know, we learn to learn to like, you said, like open our eyes to what else is out there. Like maybe we see something that might catch our eye to try. Right. And, um, <laughs>
0: Cause I'm telling you, I'm looking at the street, Bob, and when I look at the pipes on it, it looks like two of the Rebel Five Hundred pipes. And I was like, "Oh, maybe that's why she didn't. Maybe subconsciously, that's why she didn't like that thing."
1: Yeah, I went from one to two.
0: <laughs> it's got two tampons on there. It's a
1: double. <laughs> yeah, double. Hey,
0: what do you do when a maxi pad catches on fire? What you tamp on it? <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <But I'm> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. But um, H- I hang really on one enjoy moment. The, yeah. you, tamp-
0: you tampon tamp on it. Okay. I deserve that.
1: <laughs> but um I the girl the group I am with now, um going but I do have to say though, like as far as writing in general and as a female, like I don't I mean for one, I don't like to separate that you like anything, I guess you, you really shouldn't have to separate, you know, male, female or any other kind of, I don't know, classification or whatever. But like when I was started writing, um, there were other female writers that I really looked up to. And, you know, you're like, wow, you know, I want to that's who I want to be like, you know, you're like you want to be one of like the cool kids and, um, you know. You're starting writing and you go to like events and you're on your little rebel <laughs> or whatever. You're wherever you're at with your writing and you're like, whoa, you know, I want to be like that person. And, you know, those people for me, that was like Becky Tart. That's Becky Tart. Mm, yeah, yeah. And like Annette, Netters, you know, they're really um seasoned writers. That you're like, dang, you know, that's where I want to be. You know, they're like out riding these long rides um, across the United States. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just cool that it's like, you know, I'm not there yet, but I'm further than before. And those I think it's just cool to kind of like grow into writing and have all these like amazing women to like network and become friends with and learn from and to like see what we really can um, accomplish if that's what you like want to do.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, and it's definitely uh I mean at least the women I know that ride, it's not, you know, they're riding more than the dudes, even though the guys are always like, oh yeah, I could outride blah blah, you know, so and so, blah, 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 blah. Or I-, I could outride a chick any day. But <clears throat> I don't know. There's a lot of girls out there doing uh a lot of stuff that, you know, what used to be reserved for the the guys would do, you know, that's a guys ride or something like that. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, or I'm, like I'm track
1: down. days, you know, like some women love the those track days. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's totally cool. Like I wanna go I wanna go see it. I don't know if I wanna do it. But yeah,
0: I follow you know, many women racers, uh, and there's a lot of them out there actually. And they are hardcore from the dirt, flat track to road racing, like they are hardcore, you know, like mm-hmm. Melissa Paris, Shalena Moreta sort of stuff. There's a there's this, uh, lady I follow named Gina. I forget there's a bunch of numbers after her name, but she's like sending it on, you know, like, uh, smashing herself up on her dirt bike because she's jumping like 300 yards at a time. And then, um, Who else was it? Yeah, Shimoto's. I think she just like broke her arm too. Like these these ladies are going crazy. They're doing crazy stuff, and it's like, yeah, they, you know, (laughs) they're doing stuff just as crazy. That's amazing. Anybody else? Yeah, it's it's awesome to see.
1: Yeah, and what's cool is like before I started riding like road bikes or like I don't like to say street because to me like streets like crotch rocket. So I say road bike,
0: mm. but
1: like, um. motorcycles um i did not have a lot of female friends like i was kind of like oh, chicks are stupid Blah blah. i mean i'm a chick but i'm like oh, i don't want to talk to you i know, have friends like, like anti-female yep. friends and yep. now that i ride it that's like a whole new world like to your, me your and group. like yeah like like-minded women that we like i don't know
0: yeah we you know, know what grow. you you've grown. Like our
1: girls' night out is different than your girls' night out. Like
0: right, you've grown. That's that's pretty. That's an amazing thing that motorcycles have made you grow as a person. They've made you a better person.
1: Yeah, I hope. well, I don't know, I don't know.
0: I'm it might have ruined
1: me for life.
0: That's what it probably did. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to put that out there, but that's what I was thinking. But you said it, so we'll roll Making with it now. A
1: better person. <laughs>
0: Well, hey, anybody that's on a motor, well, I shouldn't say, I, sh- I shouldn't throw that blanket statement out. There's some pretty horrible people that probably ride motorcycles. But, you know, I think for, for I think from what you're saying, it sounds like it's opened your eyes and it's made you, uh, got you a group, got you surrounded by, by people that are better than you. How's that?
1: No, I'm, I'm still better than them. But God damn it.
0: <laughs> Just okay. stop,
1: donkey. No, no, but... um. Yeah, just that same mentality, you know, that it's the, you know, the feeling we can't totally explain. Only riders can understand, you know.
0: Yeah. If you're not a motorcyclist and you're listening to this podcast, please uh, (laughs) turn it off and go back to your uh, crocheting podcast because you came to here by mistake. But I mean, if you do want to ride... I could show you, or we have a fabulous uh, co-host here that could show you, depending on uh, what gender you identify as. And if you're uh, identify as a robot, one of those two, we'll show you how to do two wheels the right way, or three wheels, or five wheels. It doesn't matter how many wheels. Give us some wheels. I want more wheels. Damn it, more wheels. <laughs> but uh, hey, we're getting into an. At- we we've been going pretty far. Um, your story is amazing. Your story, the the stuff that you've done in. You know, just the last few years is more than some people have ever done in their lifetime. You've been part of some pretty amazing uh, organizations. You've had more bikes than, you know, some people uh have ever had in their whole entire, you know, that's because I'm irresponsible. That that's true. That's true. <laughs> Yep, you and Wiggins would make great friends. Uh, There's, there's not a bike that won't find a home with you two. Uh, Is there anything else that we're we're leaving uncovered here? Is there any any other aspect of your life or your past, or do you know what your next bikes, uh, what your next, I shouldn't say next bike, what your next Harley is going to be?
1: Oh gosh, no, I don't. Um, Nice. I mean, I always say that. I mean, you know, my current, whenever the current bike I have, I'm like, this is. I'm like lying to myself. This is the one and um I know that won't be the case cuz there's will always be something bigger <laughs> and better.
0: <laughs> because but Harley I, sales people are good. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's not always about bigger and better either, you know, like there's so many cool older bikes or it's you right. know. So yeah. I don't know yet.
0: Nice. Well, speaking of which, speaking of older bikes, there's a ride this weekend. You're putting it on. Uh, we, should, we should talk about that. We should, we should let the folks know a few things that are happening this weekend yeah. um, and close out the show. Born Free is going to be happening this weekend. So speaking of older bikes, I don't know if you've got uh, Saturday or Sunday free. Um, well, Sunday sounds like it's pretty booked up, but maybe Saturday. Go check out some of those old bikes at Born Free.
1: Yeah. It's happening and then, this weekend um, at
0: Silverado Canyon.
1: And then Friday night is also the Built Well People's Champ at mm. Cook's Corner, which kind of kicks off Born Free, too. And some of those bikes, like the, for the People's Champ, look, they all look awesome, like the choppers. Um, yeah. That's Did you vote? Time. Did I vote? Oh, I thought you yeah. said. I thought you said like, did you go? And then I didn't hear. Um, I, you know, I did Did, did you go tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I went. <laughs> have, you,
0: have you went? Uh, no, did you vote for uh, people's champ? No,
1: Jam? but hmm. I didn't. But there is one, like I could, I'll say who I would vote for. I is voting. I'm assuming voting's closed, right?
0: Uh maybe, maybe well, not. By the time people hear this, it probably will be.
1: Yeah. Um. The but the one I did like. Um I tried to kind of educate myself before we talked. Um was it's called I believe it's going by Peaches and Cream is the name of the bike and it's a 1929 Harley D which I don't I'm sorry I don't know like
0: Yeah, that sounds like one of the first twins or something like that.
1: It's so cool. Of course I like the color (laughs) which is like this rolled rose gold peachy color but the build is just looks amazing so um that guy's name's colin and that bike looks amazing i and that's who my vote would be for
0: yeah i voted and i don't know if uh if i should say who i voted for because i can't Um, remember the guy's name but it was the only guy that had the bike that wasn't a chopper
1: Oh, I'm like, I want to look now.
0: The bike was, the frame was super interesting to me because it was, um, it was like flat, two flat panels instead of a round tube. It was like two flat panels that looked like it had been riveted together. And it's because it kind of was. uh, Instead of a frame, like a round tubular frame, it was made of flat, um, I don't think it was flat steel. It was like flat aluminum or something like that. So it was real. Shiny polish either that or it was stainless, and in the middle it had like round um, like collars the whole entire tube and I think the the the, the frame and the swing arm I think were um, all co- like uh, riveted together across the two. Uh, plates, and uh-huh. then the front end was pretty cool because it was kind of like a, it was a Springer front end, but it didn't look like your typical straight Springer. It had like this curve to the, the rocker fork, so it was kind of cool. It was really cool looking to me, but it was the only one that didn't look like a chopped out chopper. It kind of looked like a weird cafe racer uh, chopper. Was
1: it kind of? I mean, was it kind of bobberish though? Like yeah, yeah, like it was definitely black. more bobberish
0: than any of those other bikes. Yeah, the frame looks like it has a bunch of holes in it when you look at it because those holes are the um really? collars going through
1: okay yeah i'm looking I think.
0: thank What's you I, thank cool. you for being prepared because i obviously you know don't take my <laughs> own advice
1: <laughs> what was cool too though like that i don't know like if you've seen the the knives that white knuckler brand knives like they mm-hmm. usually partner with Billwell. That stuff, and they did knives for each of the builders. Um, that and the knives kind of match their bikes. Which oh rad! Uh, I didn't notice that, that earlier today. See, that was really cool. Like, yeah, it's like now, pretty- I bu- now I want to buy. Now I want to build a, a chopper just so I can get a knife. Well,
0: like, there you go. You could uh, <laughs> talk to also Wiggins uh at Field Initiative Knives. You uh, you might know him. You might have, you might have podcasted with him last week. Oh. <laughs> He makes nice know. too. Um, what else is happening this uh, coming week? Let me see. Let me let me open up creative writing. So, oh yeah, so Born Free is happening um, the weekend after that. Moto America Speed Fest is happening up at Laguna Seca in Monterey, um, and then the weekend after that is the Arma Classic Moto Fest, which is happening. The uh, let me see, I got a whole bunch of stuff, but I don't really want to go too too far into it, but. There is a CMA 2003 National West Rally happening in Gillette, Wyoming, which when I think of the West, I don't think of Wyoming, but somebody does. And then there's a Touratech Rally West happening in Plain, Washington. And Touratech rallies, I think, tend to be kind of like ADV rallies. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of like the Get On Adventure Fest that RevZilla puts on, except they're put on by Touratech. Uh, As you can imagine, there's like 8,000... Harley-Davidson bike rally is going on. But there's Bama Biker Fest uh, happening this weekend in Forkland, Alabama. There's Mid-America Hog Rally happening in St. Charles, Missouri. And there's the King Rally happening in Utah at Sigurd, in Sigurd, Utah, this weekend. And when I hear King, you don't have to say Harley. I just automatically imagine Road King, you know, <laughs> so for what it's worth. Hey, and, and by the way, you said you liked kind of the old classic look with like bags, but no, you know, no fairing. Why didn't you pick mm-hmm. like the heritage classic?
1: Oh, you know, okay. So funny story. When I went, when I was looking at for my last purchase, um, yeah, I, I rode the ST and I didn't care for it. And then, of course, you know, those salesmen, they still want you to walk out with a bike, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they had the 23 heritage, Heritages <laughs> like there. And I actually I did ride um, test ride the Heritage and it was very comfortable and I was pretty sold on it. It was like a... This weird mustardy yellow yeah. color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I actually like. I wasn't.
0: I, you know what it they felt call that? So good. They call and that then, Prospect Gold. That it's yeah, more like a that, burnt mustard to me.
1: Probably like baby <laughs> di- shit.
0: Shit diarrhea. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that wouldn't sell so good, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so I actually so I I wrote that and I. Had picked that actually, and hmm. um, went the next day to do the paperwork on it. And deep down in my mind, I was like, "God, this feels like such an old lady bike." Like it didn't mm. like you know going from a club style look to a heritage was kind to of grandpa's
0: really great grandpa's in bike. My yeah. head. Mm-hmm,
1: <laughs> and mm-hmm. when I pulled up to do the paperwork, um, right next to the heritage I picked out was my bike the low rider st in the white sand pearl and i was like f -F this um i went and rode the st and i was like nope 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 like i'm not getting the heritage anymore but um i hear some there are some of the girls that ride the heritage and it was super comfortable so that was on my list
0: so you got the you got the S right the the yeah. the S. Did they are the did you get bags or the I forget you have bags but are they aftermarket?
1: Um yeah, I didn't get bags. Um yeah, from, from Harley S-
0: cuz they're like fucking $3000. <laughs>
1: and i hear they fall off sometimes they do yeah i didn't i didn't do the bat the the s doesn't come with the bags i've seen people like selling their bags from the sts yeah um all i did was the cheap i don't want to say cheap because they're they're a good brand. I got the Viking like throwover ones that look like thrash and supply, but they were like half yeah. the price as thrash and supply. Yeah. Um, the bags that I do like, I'm um, I'm not going to put them on this bike, but the bags that I liked that I had on my street, Bob was the FXR division um, bags that, you know, they're like those police style or like villain to hero kind of hard bags.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I still really love those bags that I had um, mainly because the hinges are on the back end and not facing out to the right, outside gotcha. of the bike. I think that hinges are so ugly facing out. Like you're looking at all these screws and hinges like on the, yeah. the hero and stuff, but yeah. whatever. Um, I love that the the new- division bags.
0: Right, and the new saddlebags don't have. They're like, um, they're pretty much. I don't know how they open. Come to think of it, like I. Uh, they're
1: weird! They're weird. Yeah, because my husband has the Diablo, and so yeah, we have. We do have an ST, and um, I feel like when they latch, it's still kind of like, did it latch? Like I kind of pull on it. Like, did it really latch?
0: And like the whole bag opens now instead of just the top. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like a actual saddle bag that you get from like any other company besides Harley. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll ever. I don't know if I'll do hard bags again. I kind of want to have just a throw over, really, and something I can just take off and on. Do it,
0: yeah, super versatile when you can just like peel it off and not have to have it there if you don't want it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, anything else coming up?
1: The one you can think of. That, like, kind of still are catching my eye. Um, was the San Diego, the first annual San Diego Bike Fest down at San Diego Harley, which is July like first and second, or that weekend, with um, Oliver Peck's tattooing and mm, the, mm-hmm. the Wall of Death stuff. That looks pretty cool. I was actually trying to find some stuff that was going on the actual 4th of July day, even though I know most people are like celebrating and it's closed. Cause I want to go ride on 4th of July day um, in the morning. So I'm trying to figure that one out. But um, one of the things that it's not till July 15th, but there is um, what I'm seeing. I'm just going to say it's the world famous stockade ride the rim run. And it looks like that starts up at the Stockade, which is up near Big Bear. And they go around like Lake Arrowhead Brewery and like another bar.
0: Yeah, Um, that's called uh, Rim of the World, so that's probably why they call ride ride to the rim or whatever. Yeah,
1: ride the ride the rim run. Like I don't know, maybe you're you're doing a lot of rimming that day.
0: Exactly, you got to ride the rim. Yeah, yeah, that the Rim of the World Rally. There used to be a when I used to before I got into motorcycles, hard car. I was racing cars, and I was contemplating getting into like rallycross. And um, uh-huh. or just like local rally, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And
0: there was an awesome uh, rally they used to do up there called Rim of the World Rally. And you do when you're riding that, there's this one road, and it's just cl- cliffs like eight thousand yeah. feet down, and it feels you're just looking out over, um,
1: like I don't know,
0: Southern California. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's I don't know what the hell's down in that valley. I guess it's a uh, I don't know what and you're like valley that is. It's scared
1: to look like cuz you got to watch the road and you're like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's so you do feel like you're on the rim of the edge of the world. It's so crazy. And I think that they yeah. call that the Forest Sky Highway or something like that or the, so, the the that that little road has a name like that too. I think it's called Forest Sky Highway cuz all you see is sky. Like you're mm-hmm. so you're so high up and there's no mountain around you. You're literally on the 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 edge of it. It's kind of weird. But yeah, yeah. that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I know that the near near that same weekend um July 13th through the 16th is going to be Harley's 120th uh celebration. Oh, so if you're yeah. in Milwaukee or anywhere near Milwaukee like Chicago or uh Grebitts Breach uh Pennsylvania or down in um, Smithtown Archway um Indiana, all that stuff is close.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing that. It keeps catching my eye for the 120th. Like, after I have a band, whenever I see the band, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, man, it's in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah.
0: You got to go all the way to Milwaukee. It's the cult's going to be there. Um, yeah. The Foo Fighters, Green Bay. That's Day, it. Yes. Uh, Cody Jinks, Joan Jett, and the Heart. That's right. Um, Fantagram, which I really like, Fantagram. And then White Reaper. Kenny Hoopla, uh, Ghosts, Hounds, and Abby Jean, who I've never heard of those guys, but they're probably pretty good, you know?
1: Yeah. And you would only know those bands if you were 120 years old.
0: Yeah, exactly. I remember hearing about Kenny Hoopla when I was about 14. And Abby Jean, yeah, she was, uh, I'm surprised they got her corpse, they reanimated her corpse to play because, yeah, she died like in the early 20s, like pre-depression.
1: Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> are you joking? I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm like.
0: <laughs> well, I, I like. Your, <laughs> I like. I'm it, believing you, you uh,
1: here, junkie. So yeah,
0: I like your your, your uh, complicit in this uh, tale I'm spinning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like starting to feel all sad, and this is some fake ass shit. You're just like.
0: I might have made up a few of those towns too. So just, <laughs> just we'll, we'll go with go with it. Go with it.
1: I'm so gullible. But, um,
0: no, you're good. What, that's what a good what co, co- of, that's what I, am I that's why I threw out all those other applications for co-host <laughs> and I picked you because so I was like, Yes, this is the one. But um <laughs> yeah, you we we've been blathering on for an hour and a half and uh, this has been a pretty good show. Thank you for sharing your story with us and thanks for letting us know if anybody uh, wants to get jumped into the Hellcats, just contact him directly. I think she she didn't mm-hmm. mention it, but um, I think she's chief ass beater in that club and uh, she'll make sure you get, <laughs> get your patch.
1: It, it costs you a case of beer and I'll let you in.
0: How much merch do you have to steal? I just watched um, Fast and the Furious last weekend and I know that you, somebody has, has to be like a theft ring or like somebody has to steal some merch, you know what I'm saying, and keep it the secret. So how much steal. merch do you have to steal?
1: Oh, you know, we have our connections. So. Right.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then yeah, how many we, how many quads do you still have? Did you get rid of all your quads? I,
1: I sold my last quad to get my first motorcycle.
0: Bam. That's how that's how it goes. It's a hard knock life.
1: Yeah, it was um you know, I just the real reason I got into riding was I I got tired of seeing my guy ride off like out of the driveway and me being at home with the kids. And I was like,
0: (laughs) I want to be you. Take me. Take me. Yeah, like, no. (laughs) I'm
1: like washing dishes, looking at him like right off into the sunset. I'm like, hell no.
0: Yeah. What you do um, is you get his key. You get your bike and then you get his keys. and Replace him with an apron, and then when you feel like it, you bail out. And he's like, Hey, wait, oh, I was gonna go do that. And he goes to get his keys and he sees the apron, and you just point to the dishes, laugh, and do a burnout out of your driveway.
1: <laughs> oh man, I don't know, I don't, I'm not gonna test those waters. <laughs> we alternate our riding schedules.
0: <laughs> nice, nice, yes. Yeah, so when the does calendar, he ride? My, I mean, yeah, uh, it sounds like you ride like 20 times more than he does.
1: Um. It really, it's that way. I can't even pretend. Um, I'm just lucky. (laughs) Honestly, I'm just going to say I'm, yeah, I'm lucky. He
0: he, he needs to form Um, a motorcycle club that wants to ride with him. I mean, that's the problem with me. Nobody wants to ride with me. I'm always begging people to ride.
1: I'm going to say this. His friends suck and they're lame and they don't like to ride. They all have bikes and our group rides so much more than his guy friends I'm sorry like it's and I, I don't care if he want like I don't care if he wants to come to like our stuff like or we do more we do we ride more and I he needs new friends (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought you dropped off the call first i thought no, i thought he came in I'm and mugged like, you and then i'm trying you were just, to you're... be
1: graceful but it's the truth like yep. i'm go. sorry like i mean you're way out. and that's just whatever your passion you know whatever your passion is i guess
0: can he be like the scrivenger for the uh, hellcat ramblers can you put him in like a low like clerical position just you know, so that he has a reason to ride with you guys. Like he's, he's like details the ride meeting minutes or something. Oh, uh, like treasurer or something. Either, like even lower than that. I'm thinking like even like way low. Like
1: Oh, I don't like. Um,
0: court clerk, filer. You know, he files the uh, <laughs> ride reports. Drink getter. Like, I don't like know. Like just something dryer. to get him out. You know, something to get him out. And while, while you guys ride on one of your rides, maybe he'll meet some new cool friends at one of these places that you're riding to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Think, with,
0: about it. think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about it. Anyways, well, hey, we've uh, spent an hour and a half with creative writing. We thank you so very much. And thank you to uh, all of the um, the f- sponsors. I'm going to dump in here when Kim's unaware. <laughs> uh, all one of them. And, uh <laughs> <laughs> have a great ride and you know what i'll try to put this out sooner than, than i was planning if you are actually going to go to josie's and if i don't get this out until you know sunday rob i'm sorry we'll have to uh announce your rides well, way a, in advance
1: yeah i mean if they're a true fan they should be following me already and then, exactly. they, then like they could follow our instagram at hellcat ramblers and i put out like even our um I'll put out, like, usually it's in our stories. I'll say, hey, we're going for a ride. If you want the details, you know, you have to message me and I'll make sure you're not like some creep. And then I'll tell you where we're going. <laughs> there's
0: no guarantee. <laughs> Just, if you're not a creep, I'll let you know. But otherwise, you vet, if you're a creep,
1: Yeah, there's a screening process.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you have to steal some merch. You heard it. You heard it, We said it all before. Yeah. So, all right. Well, hey. Uh, but you can have, of-
1: have fun on your trip.
0: Yeah, I will have fun on my trip. There won't be a show out for uh, probably a week after that, but that's fine. Um, I'll definitely have fun. And speaking of uh, where to find the Hellcat Ramblers and where to find you on Instagram, let's do that. If you want to uh, contact uh, Mama Dawson, where can they find you? That's your uh, cue to get me your socials. Freak
1: yeah. on Instagram.
0: Dawson's Freak what? on what, the what, my Instagram.
1: Security number.
0: Yeah. Their which blood type again? Yeah.
1: And then yeah, <laughs> Hellcat Ramblers. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then Hellcat Ramblers is that's just how it is on uh, Instagram.
0: I'm typing this into the show notes. That's why I'm I'm quiet right now. I'm typing. I can't type and talk at the same time. I'll bite my fingers. Uh, all right, <laughs> and then if you want to check us out, you always know where to find us. We are on Facebook and Instagram at creative writing podcast we have a blog that we update every five and a half years at creative-writing.com and email us podcast at gmail.com let us know how uh i don't know shady katie mama dawson whatever whatever a we need a cool we need a cool name we're still still waiting on that maybe it's hellcat kim i have no idea but we're still waiting hey and, uh, so send us those recommendations, send us some, uh, love mail, hate mail, whatever you want to do, creative writing Podcast gmail.com. And if you do want to, uh, check us out on Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash creative writing. Join up for a buck. We'll give you a sticker. Join up for five bucks. We'll give you some other stuff. I, I forget at this point, but, uh, yeah. Well, Kim, uh, let's wrap it up. You got, you got a good outro. You said you're going to bring it this uh, week. And i
1: know. I have a little post-it here in front of me with it literally says outro.
0: That's not a very good outro. I,
1: I know my outro is <laughs> outro.
0: I meant think of an outro, not just say outro. But I, I think know. that should be our outro this week. Um, Let's do it. I'm gonna count down, I'm gonna count us down and then we're just gonna say outro and that'll be the end of the show. How's that? Okay, okay.
1: Alright. Three, two, one. Outro, outro.